I am. My name is Dean, and I'm from Family Plot. Family Plot. And he's our Family favorite. Plot. Yes, here without my lady or my daughter. So, you know, and I'm still outnumbered by women. So there we go. <laughs> so, so am I. We're in the same boat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> go ahead and tell us a little bit about your show. Uh, our show is an eclectic mix of me researching stuff my daughter asking questions and picking on me and me just laughing about it. So that's sort of our show in a nutshell. We talk about history or true crime or, or, or paranormal stuff, but mostly we just have fun, kind of like you people, just yeah. minus the alcohol or in my case, the brownie. <laughs> and you, you people is offensive. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that out, you call us you people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we love Family Plot, and we're super glad to have you on. Yes. Um, and I'm super glad to be here. Our topic for tonight is the end of the world. Kelly, what are we drinking? Okay. So we started out drinking Auntie's Air Juice. And before y'all say that it was so bad, Auntie's Pear Juice. It is the most right. disgusting thing I have ever had in my life. I couldn't even finish one, and y'all know me. So. Well, before y'all say that I went off topic here, I'm about to tell you why I selected this drink. Our Aunt Jeannie, who happens to be our biggest fan, Woo! Bought, Shout me, out to Jeannie. bought me a book that's Go Ahead, Make My Drink. And it's 60 recipes inspired by the best of film and television. Auntie's pear juice is two ounces of pear vodka, a quarter ounce of lemon juice, in a shaker with ice, shake it up, pour it in glass, splash of club soda, and then a packet of the sugar in the raw, uh, sugar like you would put in your coffee. Check this out. You're not allowed to fucking stir it up though, right? It's just supposed to sit at the bottom because then it looks like sand, like a wasteland. Yes. Nobody told me that. So when the drink was disgusting, I just grabbed a straw and I was like, everything's better with a straw and just got a mouthful of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> this drink in this book comes from the movie Mad Max, and it is from the third Mac Mad Max movie with Tina Turner. And so it's from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. It was Beyond yeah. Thunderdome, right. <laughs> and I know that our father loved the he Mad did. Max movies, and I, I vaguely Max. remember this, but like pretty much all I remember about it is like that Tina Turner was a bad bitch, who had a Thunderdome, which was like cage matches, and she was like, we don't need another hero, Mel Gibson. This is my fucking Thunderdome. That <laughs> was the song. <laughs> so the, the pair in it is that she uh, had, you know, she would have pairs where nobody else had pairs because it was the wasteland, and she was just like the, the, the queen of the wasteland. So oh, was that like a sign of riches? <laughs> yeah, it was, the, it was the sign of the riches. And the sand is to symbolize that she probably has sand in her drinks and stuff because it's the wasteland and there's nothing but sand. I so, mean, I would just have the drink 
sand yeah. sand. It was not good at all. It was not good. It was the worst. So we've all switched to our, you know. Kelly's doing Bloody Marys. I think me and Matt both are doing just as vodka. Cranberry vodka. And I know you're not drinking. What are you doing? Oh, I'm 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 high as a kite right now. <laughs> I, I had one of my brownies and my brownies are um legend dairy. Like like <laughs> um my brownies pollute you. You make them yourself or is it is it legal where you are? I don't know. Uh probably not completely oh. legal. Although we did vote to pass it. Although we, we did vote as a state to pass it, but it's probably not completely legal yet, but we're getting there. And it'll be last year. I, 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 I spent what when I was in California for three years where it was completely legal and loving every minute of it. And I'm not about to give it up just because people are like, Wah, you can't be happy. Yeah. Watch me. <laughs> you can't be happy. All right. So, end of the world. Who wants to go first? Not me, because I took no notes. <laughs> I took 1.5 pages. Okay. All right. Did you are we, what kind of end of the world are we talking about? Are we talking about conspiracy theories or just actual ways the world might end? Well, because um, there's the plan, a lot of stuff. The plan was... Um, just like conspiracies no, about the end no, of the world. No plan. No, really no plan. The same plan yeah. we have for every episode. Yeah, we, we, we never have a plan. Did you? What, you yeah, did, I thought that was the whole goal, goal of your show was there's never a plan. There's not. Yeah. <laughs> we try to pretend like there is so we look like we know what we're doing. But I always do research. Nobody, nobody, else, nobody else does. We, we always start off with a plan and then about five seconds later we just throw it to the wind and do whatever. Um, okay. There are so many ways the world might end. For example, uh, it, one way the world will definitely end, although it probably isn't going to happen for a few quintillion years, is that, now let's see if I can remember this, because I heard this on a podcast called No Such Thing as a Fish, which is a great podcast if you like British people and funny people. It's a great show. But it's full of facts. And one of them is that in like, uh, something like 20 million years or more than that even, uh, essentially, the universe is going to catch fire and we're all going to die. You think it's going to take 20 million years? Because I feel like a bunch of well, shit. Well, for this specific thing to happen, yes. Now, there's other ways the world could end, but I'm just telling you that the universe is probably burning out in something like 80 octillion years or something like that. Just some ridiculous number that, like, yeah, we don't need to worry about that for half a second. I don't know. I think the sun will burn out before that. Sun's pretty. You awesome. don't need to worry about that as much as the sun's not going to burn out because it's essentially it's a yellow dwarf. What the sun's going to do is go yellow giant, which means that the sun is going to be roughly where Venus is. That's that'll be the outer edge of the sun, which means Mercury and Venus will be cinders gone. And Earth will be too hot to support a population. Sounds good. When is that happening? Uh, we don't know. There's no <laughs> timeline for that. I'm just saying. We, just watched, um, we watched that episode of the fucking Twilight Zone the other day. Do y'all remember that one? Um, it's the, the old Twilight Zone, not the remake. For whatever the reason. Burgess Meredith, where he, the world ends and he... Well, it's where the sun, um, the sun never sets. Like, the sun is just there all the time. And so everybody's fucking sweating and shit. But then, like, at the end, 
she wakes up and it's been a nightmare and it's that the sun never rose and so everybody's freezing to death but the whole show is her everybody's burning and it sucks and she wakes up and everybody's freezing and it still sucks <laughs> but, oh, that's awful. yeah but it was like the coolest it's ryan's favorite episode of the fucking Twilight i don't World. think i've ever seen it it was really good i don't know who's in it but it was really good where can you watch all the I've I, I've seen all the Twilight Zones, but it, I, it must not have made that big an impression on me because I can't remember it. There's Twilight Zones I remember like, oh God, I can't remember the title of it, but it's Burgess Meredith. Basically, he loves to read and he, anytime he tries to read, something gets in his way. His wife, the business, something. Oh it's, no, I know what you're talking about. We watched that one too. We watched that one too. That's the deal. It's like his- like you're playing a video game right now. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck in a fight, but I'll be out of it. Come <laughs> on. Uh, way to go. Um, All of this is getting left in, by the way. <laughs> we're releasing this episode unedited. <laughs> we're, we're not doing that. Well, yeah, probably not, but you never know. I feel like if we did that, we would not win any more. <laughs> we will never win another we, award. We would cease to exist. Um. Okay, so back All right. into the world. Kelly? Kelly's got notes here. I've got notes. I can Kelly has notes? Kelly always has notes. I always have notes. Oh, What's your topic? So I have doomsday cults. I did the Wikipedia to get the definition of doomsday cult. So what Wikipedia says that a doomsday cult is, is an expression which is used to describe cults which believe in apocalypticism and millenarianism. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it is um, things that happen by the thousand, like millennial. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And it can also be used in reference to groups which predict disaster and groups which attempt to bring it about in order to destroy the entirety of the universe. So they're trying to destroy everything. With things by a thousand? Huh? Well, yeah, they, they just tend to put that, you know. I just think it sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. Okay, so the term doomsday cult. After you give us shit for reading notes on the <laughs> No, I just wanted to do the definition. I just want to know what they thought about what it was. And right. that's what they think. So uh, let me go on. Who's your what? favorite doomsday cult? No, I, I ain't there yet. Oh, what right. I'm going to do for our next episode. I'm about to kick your <laughs> no, What I'm going to do, because anybody can edit Wikipedia, is I'm going to figure out what your topic is and go edit to be some random ass bullshit. <laughs> but I don't. To where none of your and, shit is and, right. And, and, <laughs> but I don't get most of my shit from Wikipedia. That's right. That would just be me. It would just be, it would just be y'all. <laughs> All right. No. Okay. So the term Doomsday Cult was first used by sociologist John Laughlin in his study of the Unification Church of the United States in 1966. The teachings of the group leaned more towards politics and anti-communism than the end of the world. So... They were into a whole lot of shit, and they're kind of interesting, but I don't think that they're good for this podcast, so I'm just going to hold that and put it in the bank for later. And I'm going to talk about the Seekers, which is the best doomsday cult ever. You know what? I know those. Okay. (laughs) Do it. So, the Seekers. The group was led by a Chicago housewife named Dorothy Martin, who claimed to receive messages from a planet she referred to as Clarion. One of these messages was a prophecy that Lake City would be destroyed by a flood before dawn on December 21st, 1954. Martin's believers left jobs, college, their spouses, they gave away all their money and possessions in order to prepare for their departure 
on a flying saucer, which was to rescue the true believers. And I actually wanted to stop for a second and talk about it. So if you think that the world's about to end and a flying saucer is going to rescue you, <laughs> Are you leaving your husband at that time? <laughs> like, it's not like, like if I thought like, it, but Ryan didn't think it. Or, like, if for some reason they didn't want to take it. Oh, if they were like, Ryan sucks, we're not taking Ryan. No, I'm just staying here and see what happens. Would you Would you leave me? To go with aliens? To go with aliens? No. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. because I'm like, Okay, wait, wait, wait. What do the aliens look like? That's what I was about to say. That was my thing. Um, are the aliens here already and they're standing in front of me and they're like, we'll take you, but not him. Or is this just, I have to leave him to go with this camp who say the aliens are coming. It, it, I just, I, the, the, these the people camp say, say then yeah, no. Yeah. However, if I'm, some of these people did. if I'm standing in a field and a spaceship lands and aliens come out and they say that they would take me, but not Ryan. I would have some serious soul searching to do because I kind of want to see what aliens got going on, right? And I feel like if he gets mad at me for that, then he's the asshole. Because if it was the but other way around, to die. but if it was the other way around, I would want him to go. Like if they didn't want me, if they wanted him, I'd be like, dude, you gotta fucking go, right? But are they good aliens or bad aliens? Like, now I got, I got a lot of things. I got a lot to think about here. <laughs> I got a lot. What about you? They want you, but not your wife. They're standing in front of you, but you don't know their intentions. Uh, well, if you put her, you know, if, if she's involved, then I've got to say, nope, nope, I'll, I'll stay with her. And with uh, her. for the record, for the record, uh, while we might as well be married, we aren't yet. Oh, Just no, I, and I need that. I need that, my bad. But. but that being said, the question actually sort of, you, you need to move beyond that question because you're not answering the real question, which is what do they look like? If they have, <laughs> if, they, if they are green skinned with no hair and big eyes, no, I don't want to go anywhere with you. Not, not a car ride, nothing. But okay, but so my, my thing they all look like Melissa McCarthy, well, we got a conversation we need to have now, don't okay, we? Okay, but so you're saying whoever stays behind dies. Yes, yeah, because this is the, you know, and, the end, end of the, of the world. world. And it's possible that I will also die some horrible alien death, right? So what do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? I mean, My? I feel like if I'm going to die, and <laughs> I've got the choice between, you know, fire or whatever it is that's killing us, or getting murdered by aliens. I'm murdered by aliens all day long, See, son. But you also have to die knowing that your husband thinks you're an asshole. <laughs> but would he or would he be on board? Would he? Because I would tell him to go. My trailer. I would think he was an asshole if he left me. Well, if it was reversed, oh, oh. would you want him to go or would no. you? Go? My train of thought is: What if you don't know it's the end of the world? What if they don't phrase the question or like, "Will you come and leave your significant other"? What if they just show up and they're like, and you're by yourself and they're like, hey, come with us because you're going to be so fascinated with the fact you're that not even thinking, oh shit, what about Ryan or what yeah. about Kelly or <laughs> yeah, you're going to be fascinated with the fact that like, I'm sorry, space shuttle just landed in front of me and this little green man guy. And me and Ryan are going to talk about this tomorrow night. I'm going to find out what his thoughts are. Yes. <laughs> and, and then let us know. And you can do like an update. We can do a Twitter poll on the page. We can do a Twitter poll. So I'm going to move on here. All right. Social psychologists Leon Festinger, Henry Riken, and Stanley Schachter read about Martin in the local newspaper and decided to infiltrate the group and study their behavior. 
as they prepare for their departure and, in, and the end of the world. I'm getting close to the vodka in the bottom of that cup. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to stir it. I'm confused. Are we discussing doomsday or doomsday cults? This is doomsday cult. my, my topic is doomsday cults. Okay. Yes. So I went way past our, okay. <laughs> Time to rein it in. Rein it in. <laughs> Come on, Dave. My, my, my love of the TV channel, I, Investigation Discovery, will oh, show up it. now. I know it, right? I, yes. love the I have the app on my phone so, <laughs> so I can watch their shows. So the psychologists also wanted to witness the behavior of the group when the prophecy failed to come true. So December 17th. Martin receives a phone call from a person identifying themselves as Captain Video from outer space. <laughs> well, that, that's suspect, right? Yeah, it's Captain Video from outer space. He said that a flight. I was gonna say, isn't Captain Video like a 1950s kids show host? I don't know. It might. Oh, it was, is that I mean, a real this, thing? I mean, this this was the 50s, but. He said that a flying saucer would land in her backyard at four o'clock in the afternoon. That that is a thing. Captain Video and his Video Rangers <laughs> from 1949. Oh my God! So, the followers accepted that the call was true and prepared for their departure by removing all metal from their persons. <laughs> so all of their jewelry and all that. So space aliens can't handle right because if they've developed a technology to get thousands of light years across the galaxy, they obviously don't have the technology to have metal aboard their ship. They can't handle metal. The right. metal just freaks them out. But <laughs> so, maybe their spaceships hover on magnetic. Ma yeah. Oh, it would be like that Ma fucking ride at the goddamn fair. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's a magnetic field that allows them to fly, and that's why they can't handle metal. Same stuff. Or they can handle it, but it would just fucking like suck you up to the walls like that, Ryan. Same stuff. Yeah, dude, they told me to take my fucking necklace off. I, you know, this was the 90s, and I wore one of them dog chains. Uh, and they were like, take that shit off. And I was like, I ain't taking shit off. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> I almost fucking died. <laughs> almost falling on the goddamn gravity truck. <laughs> <laughs> so the psychologist just assumed that this was a prank call from someone who probably was, but you know, like I said, the followers were totally buying it and taking off all their jewelry and shit. So by 5:30 p.m., the flying saucer still hadn't shown up. Followers agreed that it must have been just a practice session, right? So then Martin <laughs> received another message that the saucer would pick them up at 1:30 a.m. And the group waited around till 3.30 a.m. and then they gave up that day. So in the days up until December 20th, the group avoided publicity and only spoke to those who claimed to be true believers. They took the time to write down their belief system and the details of the upcoming disaster, the reason for its occurrence, and the manner in which- Have you told us already what the disaster is? It, it, the city was gonna flood. Flood. Yeah, the city was gonna flood. Nope, I heard from the Bible that oh. Jesus did that once already and he will not do it again. <laughs> The city was going to flood. Yeah, yeah. So you would go. Wait, 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 wait. One city is flooding, but yeah. you need aliens to take you away. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like you, this, this problem couldn't be solved with like a camper, maybe, <laughs> or or just a fucking, a you know, just walk across to the other town. <laughs> like, I mean, I, yeah. like if Greenville was going to flood, I could walk to TR <laughs> if I had to. <laughs> So that's what's happening here. This uh, Lake City is, is going to flood. They got to go with the aliens. But um, 
So up until up until December twentieth, they're writing down their their doctrine or whatever their their belief system. But <laughs> apparently, it's happening through automatic writing with this Martin chick. What is automatic writing? Where you just start like automatic writing is basically you. There's a lot of ways to do it, but essentially, what you're supposedly doing is you're blindfolding yourself, you're taking a pencil, and you're no. just writing. Now, supposedly that writing is guided by spirits. I thought or, Unsolved Mysteries about that the other day. Yeah. It, messages. New Unsolved Mysteries or Old Unsolved Mysteries? It was an old one because um, there's a whole channel on Pluto that's just Unsolved Mysteries. The old one's 24-7. The, the new ones suck. How did so, my liquids not mix in that cup? Like? I stirred your shit, so <laughs> I, I don't blame the bartender. We're having bartending this I swear the whole like <laughs> the whole bottom quarter of that was just straight vodka and it's i need some tums or something like. oh i didn't bring the tums or that's the tums. we have the tums they're in there okay. i don't know if you're aware but there is only one bottle of tums between the three of us <laughs> <laughs> we have to text each other on podcast night to figure out who has the tom and if it's me yeah. they have to be like hey bring the tums Tums are four dollars. <laughs> For some reason, at any moment in time, we could all just go like not even a mile up the road and buy our own tums. However, we don't. It's, we share one bottle of tums. But it's been the same bottle for like <laughs> the two. whole time we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> so it's tradition or some shit. Yeah, we just pass around a bottle. It's our of lucky tums. bottle of tums. Yes. <laughs> or like you know, we have the tums over here when we do the podcast. <laughs> If Kara's like, me and Ryan are going to be drinking later this week, we got to take the bottle of tongue. So <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. We're still talking about Miss Martin and her uh, oh, aliens God. that are going to rescue her flooding city. Which <laughs> none of this makes any sense to me, but all right. We'll make it make sense in a minute. You just got to so, hold out until the end. <laughs> so Martin's doing the automatic writing, and she's saying that these are messages from the planet Clarion, which I said earlier is where she gets her, her messages from. So December 20th, the group expects a visitor from outer space to arrive at midnight and, and escort them to the spacecraft where they're going to take off. Once again, they discard all their metal and <laughs> take off all their jewelry. How much metal do these people have? Because I would not have to take off anything except for my belt and my eyebrow ring. How many well, times can I expect I to do that? I think 50s housewives probably had, you know. I feel like 50s housewives had no metal. Maybe, you know, their earrings and their, you know, their rosaries or whatever. No, that shit was real. I had real shit back then. Did you just say their rosaries? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you don't know what rosaries are. I feel like she doesn't know what a 50s housewife is. <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm All sorry. Right. So, they're waiting around. At 4 a.m., there's nothing. 4.45, Martin receives another message by automatic writing. It states that the god of Earth has decided to spare the planet from destruction. The little group sitting all night long had spread so much light that God had saved the world from, <laughs> destru from destruction. The world or just their city? Because the, Well, they're saving the world even though they're going to flood this city. This is one uh, city. Uh, uh, apparently, what? in their minds, that ends the world. So, on December 21st, they start to talk to the press. Whereas, you know, before they weren't talking to anybody. But now that their shit didn't come through, <laughs> they need to start talking and, you know, explaining that shit about how their group saved the world and everything by their little city. So that's what they start doing. <coughs> December 24th. <laughs> the group went out singing Christmas carols and started a riot of about 200 <laughs> people. The, the police had to be called to control the mob. <laughs> so at this point... Why were they 
they mad? Because this is the 50s, and I kind of feel like everybody is the dad from the Christmas story who's just fat. Carolers <laughs> came from the 50s. I thought that was like a thing. Well, if they had just been Carolyn, I think that would have been fine, but they have been dealing with their bullshit for like two weeks, and everybody was fucking done at this point. Get off my lawn. <laughs> so they, they are straight up tired of their bullshit at this point, and it started a riot, and the cops had to come. So on December 26, a warrant was issued for Dorothy Martin for several charges, including inciting a riot and, and, contri <laughs> and contributing to the delinquency of a minor for telling children about spacemen and giving them nightmares. <laughs> After a brief stay in a psychiatric hospital, Martin left Chicago. Is she still alive? We should get her on the show. No, she she left to be like 92, though, but she ended up getting into like Scientology and all the L. Ron Hubbard stuff, and you know, she was a nut until no, the day she no, died. You lost me at Scientology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she was a nut until the day she died. There. <laughs> but yeah, so she, she left. Now, the reason this case is important is because the psychologist wrote the book When Prophecy Fails, a social and psychological study of a modern group that predicted the destruction of the world. And in this book, they describe the theory of cognitive dissonance. And cognitive dissonance occurs when a person holds contradictory beliefs, ideals, or values and is typically experienced as psychological stress. According to this theory, when two actions or ideas are not psychologically consistent with each other, people do all in their power to change them until they become consistent. So when the prophecy didn't come true, they had to do all this shit to make it in their mind. Why it didn't come true and yeah, make it make sense. Make it make sense to them. <laughs> I did the uh, 2012 phenomena, like the Mayan calendar running out and stuff like that. And based on the very extremely limited amount of research. Two minutes on Wikipedia is what this guy did. I promise, <laughs> about, I promise you that. I was here for it. About 30 seconds. Oh. I, I scrolled through and paraphrased. <laughs> so most people thought, or not most people, but a lot of people thought the world was going to end in, in 2012 because... Because the Mayans said so. Because the Mayan calendar ran out. The Mayans didn't say so. Yeah, it just they didn't have anything after that. They didn't have anything after that. So what we discussed while you guys were gone was you know, they had already calculated out their calendar for so many years. What if they were just like, we don't need to calculate anymore. We'll wait until we get or closer. Or what if the calendar got died? Yeah. You don't really need a calendar for 5,000 years into the future. Yeah. You can make a calendar for a good many years, and then whenever you get close to the end of that, start adding more to it. Well, here's the thing. In 2012, they said it was going to be a year that led to another age. The Mayan calendar was all about calculating the age of man, and we'd go into different ages. But that happened multiple times in their calendar, but it wasn't the end of the world. This was never meant to be an end of the world. It was, and the world is going to change here, which, okay, did it, didn't it? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Because the only reason they didn't make more calendars is they were 5,000 years ahead. You know, they could take off for a minute. And that's what we've been talking about. You know, if your calendar, if, well, if we've got calendars, let's say, to the year 3,020. Let's say we have that, right? Well, that's almost 1,000 years in the future. That's good. I say we can wait 60 years to do another 1,000 years of freaking calendars. I have a rebuttal, though. What? Going back to the phantom time theory. I was about to bring that shit up. <laughs> I was like, 
What if it hasn't been 2012 yet? What if we're still coming? This is like 1800s right now we're living in. Well, there, there's a... So we can't say definitively that they were wrong. There is a large group of people that believe that, you know, their calendar ended at 2012 or whatever. That's when they stopped recording. There's a large group of people that believe that they were just wrong on their years. So 2012 on their calendar was not 2012 on our calendar. On had some time, son. We haven't yeah. been there yet. Because, I mean, who knows? Maybe they were bad at math or maybe they... <laughs> maybe they kept... Maybe they Figure and leap day. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like maybe they kept time um, in a different way than. Why do I feel like now. a lot of people were saying that 2020 was actually 2012 because they didn't figure in leap day? Is that a thing that y'all heard? Or am I, 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 I didn't hear that. I've heard that. And I'm not sure if it's leap day or something, but for whatever reason, people were saying that 2012 was actually 2020 because of something. Well, I don't know if it was a leap year or whatever. They, they corrected for leap day when they switched the calendars. That's where the idea that the Phantom Time Theory could have happened. It's like, cause but they they're already wrong if 2020, because what is this? This is January 2nd. If you think about it, though, like, if you're making a calendar for 1,000 years or 2,000 or 5,000 years in advance, if you get one day wrong at the very beginning, the whole thing is wrong. You're going to be years wrong at the end. Yeah, and I don't think they were bad at math just because we have seen their math and they were good on it. Maybe they were good on a lot of things. I mean, we're mad at We're also bad at math. <laughs> we built our math on their math. <laughs> but I honestly believe that the great number of people who felt like the world was going to end didn't understand the, the Mayan calendar at all. Because that it's not about the world is ending at this stage. They it talked about there. the world having eras and every era was different it was marked by change and 2012 was supposed to be a different era was it i don't know sorry the argument could be made terrible music and horse shit and movie remakes that's what started all this it was the worst era i think people were drawn to the end of the world theory because the world is a terrible terrible place it is there's a lot of good (laughs) there's a a lot of good in the world and i'm not going to deny that but there is significantly more bad. Yeah. And maybe people were just like, fuck it, it's got to end. And they were hoping for that shit. They were like, yeah. <laughs> maybe if we all band See, together, <laughs> we can make this shit end. I don't, I don't believe that at all. No. Because, because, here's the thing. Most of the people I meet are like you. They're people I'd hang out with. There are some that yes, they're complete dicks or whatever, or they like horrible movies or, you know, I mean... <laughs> Whatever. The point is, I don't associate with those people. But I think humanity, I think humanity as a whole is good. But I think what I have to say that I love for you to never hang out with me again. Like, what do you (laughs) think? What's a terrible movie where you're like, oh shit, I can't talk to her. She likes blank. What (laughs) movie? Bridges of Madison County, just off the top of my head. I've actually never seen it. I've never seen it either. And and I'm not gonna. So, or or. Um, if you want to lobby about the artistic greatness of Titanic, yeah. we, don't, we don't need to talk. We don't need to talk. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> Do you want to go to karate in the garage? Do you like uh, the blender song by you? 
Who doesn't like that song? Not my favorite, but who doesn't like that song, honestly? My topic was Y2K. Y'all want to talk about my topic? Absolutely. I did like a oh. little bit of research. All the computers are just going to shut down and... Hold on, because I found out a cool... What are you eating? Is that ice cream? Coleslaw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. What's weird about that coleslaw? Wait a minute. You're from Carolina, and you don't recognize coleslaw by sight? Well, I forgot my glasses. <laughs> but, but also, it's a weird, like, it's a weird snack. thing to be high and not a podcast to eat coleslaw. <laughs> no, it's not. Coleslaw is delicious. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> you just you went up one notch. I'm my favorite person. First of all, first of all, my lady ordered us dinner. Oh, for uh, what? is it Kentucky Fried Chicken coleslaw? No. Is it Popeye? Churches. I've only had churches like when I was in the army, and I, when I was in the army, I was in Missouri. I was in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. <laughs> Fort Leonard Wood. I've been there. I do not believe in hush puppies. You don't believe it? <laughs> like you don't think they're real? <laughs> I don't believe. Okay, here's the thing. Do you know the story of how hush puppies got their name? Oh, my no. God, I don't, but I need to. Supposedly, hunters in the South, right, and fishermen in the South, they'll take their dogs with them. And while they're frying up their catch or what they've hunted that day, right, the dogs are there just barking. And so they're frying cornmeal in the grease from what they're making, and they throw it to the dogs, hush puppy hush, is supposedly how they got their name, hush puppy hush. Well, I've known Southern people, I've known tons of them. Not one of them would have said hush puppy hush. They would have said, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, dogs. <laughs> and so since they're not called shut the fuck ups, I don't believe your bullshit lie. Hush puppies are propaganda. <laughs> I think that's great. Okay, we're going to talk about the Y2K. That's what but I the, Yeah, yeah, I know. You'd said that. But we're going to talk about Y2K. But Y2K just illustrate, illustrates the problem, which is the minute that there is some sort of problem in this country, the news media responds by covering that topic. And the more yeah. people ingest that topic, the more they cover it. They make shit worse. They do. I hate the fucking news. I'm doing okay, do your topic. I'm doing Y2K. Um, obviously, I did my normal amount of research. So, if so you about have, 15 seconds then? Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, a, maybe a full minute because I had problems with my computer, <laughs> so I was okay. having to let it do its thing. Um, if you try to Wikipedia Y2K, it is actually the year 2000 problem on there. That's what they call it. So there's lots of different words for it. Apparently, people called it the Millennium Bug. They called it the Y2K glitch. I've always just heard Y2K. And if you say Y2K, everybody knows what the hell you're talking about. So the theory behind this was that computer programs, and, and this is true, um, the computer programs represented four-digit years but only used the final two digits, which means when it rolled over to 2000, that would be indistinguishable from 1900. And so this caused all kind of shit where people are like, holy shit, there was no such thing as a bank in 1900. So now my bank's not gonna work. And you know, just all this fucking wild ass shit. Apparently Computer World did a three page article in 1993 and the New York Times called it the information age equivalent of the midnight ride of Paul Revere. I don't know what that means because I really don't know who Paul Revere is. 
<laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> I, wrote it I know that there's a Beastie Boys song about him. I really don't know what he does, though. The British are coming. The British are British. The See, British. Like, One if by land, two if by sea. But so what does that mean? I, what does them calling that? What does them calling that article mean? What does that mean? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Because, uh, again, this is one of those things that I happen to know a little bit about. There were some real problems at Y2, with Y2K. But by the time we were hearing about them, they were already dealing with them. Yeah. But so, but so, what? By, so for calling it the, the, the Paul Revere of the, of, of the information age, yeah, because... Basically, all Paul Revere did was provide information. Here's the British. They're coming, and they're coming by land or by sea. Okay, so he wrote the first article, and that's what made everybody freak out. The thing, sweet. The thing with that though is like people didn't think the world was going to end, but that computers would malfunction on such a global scale. Yeah. No. Hold on. I'm about to get to that. I got other stuff first. Though. Um, I don't know how to say this guy's last name. It's John H-A-M-R-E. He's the U.S. Deputy Secretary of Defense. Maybe not now. Maybe back then. I don't know if he's still back then. Still now. He Sounds said, like Hamry, but I could be wrong. Hamry is what I said, but I'm, I think I'm doing Hamry up in there. And it's, <laughs> it's breaking my brain. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but he, he says, and I quote, the Y2K problem is the electronic equivalent of El Nino, and there will be nasty surprises around the globe. And this is the United States Secretary of Defense. Just getting people all fucking, all fucking freaked out. So apparently computers were shutting down so your bank wouldn't work. Um, email, I guess, you know, which I don't remember, because we were in high school, I guess, when we had the internet. Mm. So the internet had just started. I don't know how many businesses would have been affected. Like, now, right. if something like that were to happen, it would be a huge deal. Yeah. But I don't know that back then, people were doing banking and stuff online. But the banks... The banks still wouldn't work. Right. Yeah. But it would still be, a, it would be a bigger problem now, because a, a I do everything from my phone, so it'd be like, your phone's going to shut down because this computer does not understand the year 2000. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Essentially, you would be recreating the Great Depression, where there would just be a stock market crash. Yeah, they said the stock market would be fucked. They said that um, they were thinking... They said that planes would fall out of the sky. Planes are good because none of the computers that keep... Which, the computers don't keep the planes in the sky. <laughs> the computers tell the planes where to go. So there could be crashes. But the plane is not just going to fall, right? Yeah. But, and, and the plane isn't going to crash if it has a pilot because pilots well, have, have to be rated. Crashes. They crash into each other sometimes. If there's nobody telling them, you know, hey, there's somebody coming at you, I guess you're not paying. Or if you've got an autopilot and you're drinking scotch, which is what I see on TV. I don't know if that's, <laughs> know if that's how it actually works, but that's what I see on TV. But it, it was so bad that, you know, people hoarded themselves in their houses I have a quote here. Lisa Stamps from Salt Lake City talked to a newspaper and she said, I was expecting a baby in December of 1999 and I ended up having a home birth <clears throat> to avoid being in the hospital when the clocks turned over. So the, what would that have to do with the, her? That, the, like the, the doctors the, are not going to stop working. The, they're not robots. The, <laughs> they're not there, are, there are multiple levels to this. So one would be worldwide banking being online would cease to exist because all the computers would malfunction. Yeah. But also a lot of the power grid is connected 
wireless or not, no, not wireless. You don't have a baby. I mean, the guy's already there, right? <laughs> I don't but, understand what. But say, flash what the morphine shot? <laughs> right? I mean, surely but, she's already got her epidural at this point. She don't give a shit. But like, say there are complications, and then the power goes out, and they can't keep track of her vitals, or they can't see because but she's at home. But I feel like there's more chance of being complications at home, and now you have nothing. I mean, I agree that you probably so weird. You likely have more chance of complications at home. And not more chance of having the complications, but not having a professional that could address them. But you would have to be thinking, <laughs> like, you would have to be in the mindset of, I might possibly die, so I would rather die at home comfortable yeah. than die in the But dark. are you comfortable if you're having a baby at home? <laughs> like, I feel like that's the most uncomfortable thing. Okay, but... This might be like the stupidest shit ever, but I want to know why everybody thought that having the dates on the computer go to 1900 would make it be like the 1900s. Because even if it was the 1900s, or even if the computer said well, it was 1900s, no, everything that I read was mostly, um, mostly what I read. It was things that were kept up with in real time, like stocks. But now, as far as like your email and your bank and shit, I don't understand. Oh, why that everything, why the world would crash? Unless they're like, oh, it goes back to 1900. And if you were well, a computer, right, you're Wally, and now all of a sudden the calendar says 1900. Well, you're a super smart robot, and you know that you weren't alive in 1900. What do so, you do? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me unpack this a little bit though, because <laughs> yeah. I I got a lot for this, but. As far as like your email and stuff, what if you were some big CEO or somebody in charge of trading and sharing the stocks for your company? Stuff like that has to be very precisely time stamped. Well, and yeah, no, I so, understand so time stamps. I'm, I'm thinking <clears throat> like the, the whole world crashing. Yeah, know. why does everything stop just because your email is 100 years old? Yeah, oh like, I am, I'm absolutely a board Because if I got an email from 1900, I would just be like, oh, that's funny as hell. Yeah, I mean, because I'm absolutely it, a board with, no, you know, uh, it would fuck up a lot of shit, like, individually. But, like, planes falling out of the sky and all so that, like, I, I, I don't get that, That's not a realistic expectation, but all the things happening on the ground are. It's panic. So the global banking system would essentially crash. Because their computers, apparently the computer would not work anymore because it doesn't understand. It's so not, now everybody's money's gone. It's not that the computer would not work anymore, but the computer would In 1900, I didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not it's not like it would revert back to 1900 times the computer would misread the date and cause malfunctions yeah so it would still work it just not work the way you expect it to do you remember y2k i do and here's the thing and I, i've taught i have i have a friend who's who's deep into computer programming the biggest fear was when it turned midnight from 1999 to 2000 it was going to read Zero, 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 zero. Six zeros is a delete code. And so they thought a, a lot of computers would see this and go, oh, delete everything. Yeah, or erase your, your operating system, essentially. Yeah. And if you and have computers that are controlling a lot of major things on a global scale and that happened, you just lost everything. Well, I remember Y2K. I remember hearing people. I remember seeing it on the news. It wasn't a big deal for us. I don't remember mom and daddy freaking out about uh -huh. it. Um, I did watch the Y2K episode of King and Hill the other day. But um, 
he bought everybody toilet paper for Christmas, which reminded me of this pandemic. I don't remember. Was did y'all hoard toilet paper? Was that a thing for watching? No. Because quarter king of hell. <laughs> he was well, getting that shit out for Christmas. So he was like, he bought well, Peggy a fucking grandfather clock. She wanted a computer. And he was like, no, you're going to thank me when the neighbors are beating on the door to find out what time it is. <laughs> what, <laughs> one, other, <laughs> one other thing to pack into that is like, say your computer's just slightly malfunctioned throughout this. You have to look at all the people that are malicious. All the people that want to get in and now's their opportunity. There's a glitch in the system. But then again, that takes me back to the year 2000 and I feel like the internet was nowhere near as big back then. Right? Because I remember when we got our first computer. We were in high school. It's probably like 1994, 1995 when we got our first computer. But you're not, you, you you can't look at when you... You're talking about businesses and shit, you, I understand. You can't look at when you had the internet. You look at yeah. the internet as a whole. Yeah. Not when it was common. But it was still, I mean, you know, back then, like, Kmart didn't have a fucking app. And, you know, it wasn't anywhere near. Like, if something like that were to happen now, it might end the fucking world, right? Like, if, if something were to happen that shut down all of our computer shit, it seriously might end the fucking world now. It would, I don't think it would have back then. It would cause a global Great Depression. I just, I wanted to do that one because that's really, like, I remember the 2012 one, but I always, I, I mean, I just laughed that See, one off. I was like, those people are crazy. But I do, I did remember Y2K, and I was like, I remember that being a fucking thing. I remember I've, seeing all yeah, the and shit. I've seen a lot of people get into that, though, like, well, so what if my dial-up didn't work? as soon as New Year's happened on Y2K. But you can't think about, you know, internet in your house. Just you. You got to look at companies and stuff. All right. Um, let's go ahead and do our ending or whatever. So I guess that's it for the end of the world. Yeah. You know, until uh, something else comes out. <laughs> you know, final, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Okay. Do you think aliens are going to flood cities and cause the end of the world? Do you think, hold on, do you think aliens have the power to only flood one specific city? <laughs> no, no, I, no I, don't, I don't think the aliens were going to flood it. I think that God was going to flood it and the aliens were going to save, save people. That's right. Oh, yeah. so God is the worst and the aliens are going to. But, but then the gods, you know, said that he was going to save everybody because those people sat in that group and they had their little city in or whatever. That's right. And they were the light and now everything's fine. Yeah. I, I absolutely do not believe in that. No. Um, do you think, period, um, let, let's assume, let's just assume that everybody knows aliens are real and they are sitting up there and they are watching us. Do you think they care about us enough to save us if they knew that God was going to do something? Do you think the aliens would be like, oh, man, we got to go save these fuckers? No. Or do you think they'd just be like, where's my phone? <laughs> like, okay. Uh, okay. I'm for experimental purposes. Okay. That's what, I would do. That's what I would do, honestly, if I was an alien. What you got? Well, Elon Musk has said a few times that he believes the world is a simulation. Like, none of this is real. That's a lot, that, of, a lot of people think that. that. And if he's right, if he's right, then the aliens are the ones running the simulation. I can almost get on board with the simulation. Final thoughts about the uh, 2012. Um, he did the 2012. What, what was your topic? The Aztec calendar. Do you think that I'm right and it just hasn't been 2012 yet? I think. <laughs> I think that people give way too much credence to all of these things. Essentially, essentially, people 
want to look for a connection, a connection to something that put, makes them special. Yeah. And doomsday cults do that because yeah. I'm going to survive and you're not. And some people need that. Which, and I don't have a problem with that. Like, like if I fell into a cult and they're like, on January 3rd, the aliens are coming. Fuck yeah, the aliens are coming. <laughs> but then on January 4th, when the aliens haven't come and they started trying to spend me some bullshit, I think I'd be like, no, guys, so, I think maybe yeah. we're all just insane yeah, and I'm about to go home. <laughs> that's when it becomes interesting. That's when you have to make a decision. My, my final thoughts on, on the calendar is, A, they had no reason to keep time super far in advance and b maybe the way they calculated their time is different than the way we keep track of our time also what else did they have to do it's not like they had the internet final thoughts on y2k well my final thoughts on y2k is that that is hilarious and i feel like that's one of those um what they call it the group panic the um mass hysteria mass hysteria yes. right? yeah and i feel like the news is to blame for that because if if nobody had ever run a news article it wouldn't have changed anything if shit was gonna fuck up shit was gonna fuck up they didn't have to tell everybody to freak everybody out yeah <laughs> so you know my, what i mean my thought process for y2k is i didn't believe it was gonna happen then but I absolutely do believe that it could potentially happen. Did you take it as a serious thing or were you just like sitting back and watching and like these people are weird? Unfortunately, anytime I have seen a group of humans do things en masse, my reaction is I don't want any part of that. No matter what it is, you're just like, oh, a bunch of people are doing it. I don't want a part of it. Yeah, it's like Titanic. So many people went and saw Titanic <laughs> that I lost any interest in going to see Titanic. Well, I think that about wraps it up then. Oh, um, plug your shit one more time. Tell people where to go to buy you coffee. Uh, family uh, Plot, which is, uh, you'll find me a lot nicer on that show. <laughs> we made him horrible so that he fit with our aesthetic we, or we whatever. We corrupted him. <laughs> well, 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 no, frankly, I'm way higher right now than I am on my own show. So there you go. But <laughs> Uh, you can find us uh, on any of the podcast apps where uh, you can find us on itunes spotify you name it family plot that's us we love doing what we do and they are yeah. super fun y'all gotta find them subscribe rate leave a review buy them a coffee y'all got yes. buy me a coffee I do know about buy me a coffee. In <laughs> fact, yeah, in fact, uh, one of our, 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 our talking points has been that I'll split buy me a coffee donations with Krista so that Team Bunny can get money. Thank you all for having me. You're wonderful people, fun. and I had a blast. Absolutely our favorite person ever.